0: Hi friends, welcome back to Naturally Unashamed the podcast, where we talk about how to live your most authentic life. I'm your host, Don Sheree Bird, and you guys, this is episode four. Can you believe it? I am just so excited and honestly proud of myself because I've been consistent, honey. Okay, I'm really trying. I really, really am. And some of the things that are helping me is your guys' feedback, um, the love that you're showing on the podcast, all the shares, all of it It is just so motivating. And I just want to say again, as I said before, thank you. Um, Today's episode really just came to my mind as I was just thinking about myself and how I'm really on this journey of like learning who I am. And with that comes a lot of unlearning and child adulting is hard. Like I was not adequately prepared for this adult experience and all that comes with it. When you are actively doing the work, it's a lot you know, there's people, and this is no shade, but there are people who are living their everyday lives and they're comfortable being who they've always been. They're comfortable with their traumas. They're comfortable with their triggers. They're comfortable with carrying resentment from people who have wronged them. And, you know, they're comfortable with carrying bitterness from, their parents who were never there or whatever the case may be. But when you are really trying to grow and you're trying to let go of the things that have held you back or just kind of harmed you, it's a lot of work and I can't do this on my own. So I'm gonna go back to therapy. I think that that's super important. And um, I'm making the decision to just go ahead and reach out to a therapist and get back into those sessions because I found it to be so beneficial when I was actually talking to someone who had an unbiased opinion and could offer a perspective that I had never thought of before and give me ways to cope and ways to deal with the things that were harming me emotionally, mentally, physically, etc. So I'm going back to therapy and it's also a combination of reading self-help books. Self self (laughs) I'm leaving that in self-help books get a lot of flack is that the word is the word flack or slack is it flack I'm gonna say flack is it flack no flack is a pub a publicity agent what that's not right okay is the word slack hold on y'all let me get my life together hold on just give me one second is it slack they get a lot of slack (laughs) I know you're probably screaming the word at this point. Okay, yes, I know words. It is flack. F-L-A-K. Shout out to me, words are hard. They get a lot of flack, okay? And if you don't know, the word flack means strong criticism. See, I be knowing, but I be second guessing myself sometimes. I don't know why I do that, I'm smart. Okay, anyway, um, yeah, so they get a lot of flack, you know? I remember, especially like in the church community, like re- you're reading a self-help book, mm-mm. Because the Lord, all that's all you need is Jesus. But honestly, if you're someone who believes that, I want to challenge that idea because there are people who have experienced things and have done the work to heal and you know have succeeded in different areas of life. And they are simply just sharing that knowledge with you. And there is nothing wrong with gleaning information from people who have experienced things that you're going through or who have attained these goals that you have set for yourself as well. There's nothing wrong with getting a different perspective. There's nothing wrong with having somebody motivate you. It's no different than listening to somebody give you advice you know it's just in a book and I don't think anybody should be judging people for reading books first of all reading is essential okay that's where I got the word flag from because I'll be reading so anyway um there's two books that I really want to get into here soon and then once I start reading them I want to kind of share what I'm reading and learning on the podcast so stay tuned for that but yeah I just really want to focus on bettering myself, learning myself, because honestly, I lost a lot. And I know people say, don't say this, but I lost a lot of myself during my infertility journey, if that's what we want to call it. I didn't really focus on anything beyond my grief, beyond the trauma, beyond my desire, burning desire to become a mom. I didn't really focus on myself. I literally felt like I was a zombie. When I look back on that time, I'm like, girl, you wasted 10 years of your life being sad. And maybe on the outside looking in, you thought I was living, you know, I was working and my husband and I would go on, you know, we'd take a couple of trips and you know, you may see me at a social gathering, maybe as I was starting to work through some things, but I was miserable. I didn't do anything but work go home and be on my phone like that's it I feel like for years that's all that I did and I didn't work on myself I didn't set goals and work towards those goals I didn't see a future for myself that didn't include parenthood I didn't really see a future I wasn't really thinking futuristically I was just so focused on the here and now and that caused me to miss out on opportunities to learn myself and to try new things like I got married when I was 19 I am immediately jumped into a relationship and got married. And then when I lost my my babies, that was just the hardest thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. So I just feel like I lost myself. And now I'm at the point where Honey, I'm trying to figure myself out. Like I want to get back to me and to who I am at the core, you know, and that's been a lot. That's been really hard. And if you're one of my friends, you know, I've talked about this, like I'm just trying to figure it out. And so a lot of times people are like, girl, you just doing all these things. Yes, I'm doing all the things. You know, I have my hands in a lot of things and I'm trying to learn to balance all the things, but this is my way of trying to figure out who I am, what I like, and do all the things that have been on my heart to do. And I'm not going to apologize for doing what I need to do. You know what I mean? But yeah, so on this journey, I'm trying to learn and unlearn things about myself. So some of the things that I'm trying to learn is like, what do I like? You know, what are the things that I enjoy? What are my passions? I wasn't focusing on those things before, so I kind of forgot, you know what I mean? And I'm focusing on where I want to be. Like, how do I see myself two years from now? You know, five years from now, shoot, even a month from now, like, what do I want my life to look like? And so now I'm creating a life that I love, you know, and I've been focusing on that for past two years but now I'm applying a little bit more pressure and some things that I'm having to unlearn is just all the things that I believed about myself because when your body can't do something that you feel like it should be able to do that it was created to do it can make you feel like you're inadequate it can make you feel less than I question my own femininity, like, child, if you can't get pregnant, what's going on? You know what I mean? I questioned my worth. I just had a very horrible self image. And I would speak so negatively about myself. And so if you're someone who's like me, and you struggle with speaking positively about yourself, you struggle with self doubt, you struggle with feeling inadequate, you struggle with imposter syndrome. I really want you to, and this is so cliche, but it's so true. I really want you to focus on giving the love that you give to others to yourself. I really want you to focus on trying to be gracious and extend grace and kindness to yourself like you do for everybody else. If one of your friends came to you and they were telling you all the stuff that you say about yourself, what would you say to them? okay say that to yourself and then also I had to learn like where, where are these ideas and these thoughts that I have about myself coming from and what I've realized is a lot of the times the things that we think about ourselves were seeds that were planted by other people we were influenced into th- believing things about ourselves that we may not have believed before it could be down to like you know you got a big nose so now you feel like you got a big nose because in middle school everybody everybody's be like dad girl your nose is big you know and make fun of you but like maybe your nose isn't big maybe you just have a normal nose it just looks differently from other people do you know what I mean who told you that you weren't good enough who told you that you weren't bright enough don't allow the projections of other people to become the opinions that you believe about yourself it's a lot it's it's really a lot um and I'm more protective of myself than I've ever been before I don't just allow people to just say anything to me Like I will not, I'm just gonna say it like this. I will cut you off so quickly before I would allow you to speak to me any kind of way, talk down on me, make me feel a way like you can't have access to me if you are going to mistreat me or shade me or make me feel any kind of way by myself. Like you just won't be a part of my life because I'm so protective and I'm in such a delicate place, you know, of rebuilding my self image and my identity. And what I believe about myself to where I'm not allowing anybody to project their insecurities onto me or make me feel any kind of way about anything that I have going on or about who I am as a person and so I encourage you to do the same like don't just allow people to say anything about who you are you know who you are you know yourself better than anyone else so when people say things to you that you don't agree with first of all hold up this is not saying don't take accountability not have self-awareness you should definitely be self-aware um you should definitely be able to hold yourself accountable to opportunities for improvement and growth that's not that's not what I'm saying I'm not saying that you shouldn't receive and be open to constructive criticism that's not what I'm saying what I'm saying is you know the difference between constructive criticism and an opportunity for you know growth versus someone projecting or someone just trying to make you feel a way that's what I'm saying so when people do that you don't have to just accept what they say about you speak back to that even if it's just in your own mind like the devil is a liar honey the devil is a liar means a lot of things Okay, <laughs> it means I know you lying it means t- you got me messed up like it just means so many so many different things it means like I don't receive that like that's not the truth like mm, you off you missed the mark Mm -mm, that ain't right um so I love saying the devil is a liar and if you grew up in church honey especially Kojic the devil is a liar or the devil is a lie but just speak back to those things even if it's in your mind and we have to be more aware this is something that I have to work on like I'm not you know I haven't arrived but this is something that I have to work on too it's like when you're thinking these thoughts when these thoughts enter into your head you have to literally be aware like cognizant of the thoughts that you think I'm to a point where I be like where the heck did this thought come from like I was just eating snacks and watching a show like because sidebar I barely watch tv so like I'll watch like I'll binge maybe like the first five episodes of a show, maybe five, at most five. And then I will never watch the show, the show again. Like that's my toxic trait. <laughs> my toxic trait is getting people to watch shows, telling them how good it is, and then I don't finish the show. So they can't ever talk to me about it because I didn't finish watching it. <laughs> I gotta do better. I gotta do better. But anywho, yeah, I was just watching uh, a show with eating my snacks. And then this random thought came into my head like, Girl, you know you ugly. (laughs) And I'll be like, well, wait a minute. Like, why I gotta be all that? And where, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like... Like, where did this idea and this thought come from? So then it's like, you gotta trace your thoughts back to where they came from. You know, it's just a lot, man. It's a lot, but you have to do that. Otherwise, your thoughts will run your life and they'll become what you believe and then they'll become your actions, you know? So I just really encourage you to try to identify where your thoughts are coming from and speak back to those thoughts and be like, I am not ugly, okay? (laughs) Or I am not incapable, cause I can do X, Y, Z, you know what I mean? Like for me, I may not be able to, you know, have a baby, but I can be kind to people, people like me you know I can encourage people there's just I try to replace those things that I can't do with things that I can do and that was really helpful for my therapist like she literally told me like I have limiting beliefs and I was like I do (laughs) (laughs) I do huh I do she's you know she's like stop thinking you can't do stuff stop focusing on what you can't do and focus on what you can do because I would be like Mm. I can't do that and she's like why and then she said tell me the steps that it takes to do this and I said well I'd have to do this so like I'll use for instance like school right so I was just like at one point I wanted to go back to school I was like I can't go back to school she was like well why not I was just like I don't know I just can't (laughs) I'm too old you know she's like tell me the steps that it would take for you to go back to school what would you have to do right now So I said, well, I'd have to figure out what school I wanna go to. I'd have to probably call um, and speak to an advisor. And then I just started laying out all of the steps and she was just like, see, all of those things are things that you can do. And then once I laid down the steps, I was just like, oh yeah, I can do that. But for years I had told myself it was too difficult and I couldn't do it, so I didn't do it because those thoughts that I was thinking became my beliefs and those beliefs became my habits and my actions, ciao. Once she said that, do you know I went back to school? Now, don't get excited because your girl ain't in school no more. Because once I got in there, I was like, uh-uh, this is taking up too much of my time. I ain't got time for all this. I don't want to do this. <laughs> but now I know I can <laughs> if I want to. You know what I mean? So it's like, stop focusing on what we think we can't do and focus on what we can. Write out what it would take to achieve a goal that you have or to be the vet, the vest, or to be the vet. <laughs> or to be the best version of yourself. Like, what does that entail? What do you have to do to get there? And then lay out the steps and boom, do it. Like, how exciting is that to think about? Like, there's really nothing that you want that you can't have or can't achieve or can't do. You just have to work toward it. So that's the place that I'm in right now. I'm just trying to learn myself, you know, trying to discover what I like. Like, what did I like as a kid? Because that's a lot of times what you have to go back to before the world tried to tell you what you should like and what you should be, you know, before social media influenced you into wanting something different that you never actually even thought about or cared about. What did you like as a child? What was something that you naturally had an inclination for? Was it, you know, writing? Was it music? Was it sports or drawing? Anything, like you have to get back to what you did as a kid, what brought you joy? What did you say you wanted to always be when you grew up? So that's just what I'm doing. And that's a part of being authentic. You have to know yourself. You can't be authentic if you don't even know who you are. And it's a journey, it's a process, and it changes. As you age, as you experience things, you're gonna change, you're not always gonna be the same. So it's like at the same token, allow yourself room to grow and to change. Regardless of if I had experienced infertility and infant loss, I don't think I would have been the same. There would have been something else that would have happened and it didn't have to be something negative, but there just would have been other experiences that would have changed and shaped who I am today. It just so happened to be something super dramatic, but it could have been something else. I was never gonna be the same person for the rest of my life. And so when people say, that's just how I am, it's like, um, nah, that that shouldn't be how you always are. You should always have room for development. You should always be working on becoming the best version of yourself for yourself. And so you can show up and be the best version of you in this world. So I just wanted to share that because that's what I'm working on, honey. And it is a lot of work. And um, my marriage has done a really good job of showing me who I am as well. It's so awesome to live with someone who knows you inside and out. Like my husband knows me. Anybody in a relationship that, you know, you live with your partner can attest to the fact that your spouse knows you or your partner knows you like the back of their hand. And he's so observant. So he notices every little thing about me. And so sometimes when I'm doubting myself or I'm saying things that I can't do or you know just speaking negatively or thinking negatively he's there to say that's not true that's a lie and it's just been so beautiful to have a partner that encourages me and supports me and wants to see me be the the best here I go saying best and be the best version of myself it's such a blessing and that's why I say more than you know anything My husband is my best friend child because he he don't play about me. Like he's not gonna allow me to just say negative things about myself. And I feel like that is so beautiful because I wouldn't allow my friends to say anything negative about themselves either. I'd be ready to fight my friends before I let them say (laughs) anything negative i would be like don't make i will post up okay <laughs> i don't play about my friends <clears throat> saying anything negative about themselves and they know that so it's just nice having people in your life that do the same for you like my mom is somebody who does that you know whenever i'm like i can't do that she's like you've always been able to do x y and z um my aunt is another good one she's always telling me there's nothing you can't do honey and i be like really And it's just so awesome having people in your life and you need that when you're not having your best day or when you're letting those limiting beliefs control your decisions and cause you to self sabotage you need people to remind you of who you are and whose you are honey so do the work guys it's hard but it's worth it it's really hard though i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna hold you but it's worth it and I am excited to bring you along the journey of what I discover about myself. And yeah, I'm just super excited about it, um, super excited. Like for my birthday, my husband asked me what I wanted and I'm like, I just want some books. But if y'all know me, you know I want some books. Like i feel like that's all my husband buys me for my birthday or like christmas he'll just buy me books so i think he was already gonna buy me books because literally buying me books is my love language but i just gave him the titles of the books that i wanted but now i'm kind of wanting to read more self-help books i'm trying to do the work y'all because it's important and that's gonna help me show up and be more authentic and live the life that i want to live and be my best self which is the ultimate goal right yeah well guys I just want to thank you for taking out the time to listen to this episode and until next time bye